Hello everyone, how's it going? Been a while, not really that long, who knows? Ah, <laughs> uh, channeling bits, once channeling kind of kicks in, then things just start rolling. So, what kind of came up recently, uh, channeling wise, was this understanding, and I did uh, thread about it on YouTube, yet it was kind of getting back to the aspect of the generational gap or the idea of the generational gap which is kind of like bs per se um, what do i mean and yeah bs is kind of a harsh word direct yet it's mostly when you kind of understand one we're all the same again we're born and i keep hammering this on but this is a very important thing to hell not just for me to remind myself but just an important concept in life to remember we're all born without any kind of memory words and any emotional associations to that like that's big it's kind of like saying would you even understand any of those words as a baby of course not you wouldn't even have the language to get that so there's an important thing to to really grasp with that and also understanding that everyone's part of that same mold so we're all born the same way Ain't no guru babies yet, and if that were to happen, well, that'd be quite interesting. <laughs> How would the guru baby know about English or French or direct? Uh, okay, well, there, let's not jump into possible metaphysical stuff. But the point is, you're not born with any of this, and that goes for everyone else. So the idea and that concept of generational gap is simply referring to the data and information you could say sphere, you know, a data sphere, an information sphere. Can you kind of visualize this in your head? Um, that would be present in someone else, in someone's life. And you can see that sphere containing both what prior generations have held, you know, what the, the person's parents has held, and also the media and fiction that 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 was around that person's time okay uh so what was popular on tv in theaters um in books you know movies uh, even games to a certain degree what was popular around that point but that's it see what i mean that that's just that kind of data it's not the person it never is the person the person is not the data if 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 the idea of what a person is is just the ephemeral data and ever-flowing data that's around that then that's kind of it feels like it's belittling what a person is you know what i mean um and that doesn't take into account that the person's ever expanding in regards to that our true potential is not necessarily staying stuck in one particular set of data or another. It's the fact that we can continuously ingest data, ever expanding, ever evolving, ever growing. Un unless the brain just kind of goes, I can't, nope, ain't doing it. You know, it, it, there is the aspect of conscious decision uh, or also conscious unconscious decision, meaning when and this is where we kind of go into why i called it bullshit um because there's been multiple sayings in society 
you know, the, the, the quotes that we hear that are often passed on. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's why I kind of said bullshit. Because you're ever learning. You might not necessarily learn or have as much neuroplasticity as the younger days, per se. Yet, here's the funny part. When you really think about it, when you were younger, quote-unquote, you know, younger, quote-unquote, you were basically open to learning, and you didn't have the repetition of the utter bullshit scenario. I call it a lot of bullshit. Uh, please, take it in a cheeky way, but also you'll see why I emphasize it as bullshit. So you weren't as affected by the bullshit fail state idea that was propagated through society, then school, and even video games to a certain degree. What I mean by the bullshit fail state is that, hey, when you learn how to walk, did you pause every time it didn't work out, felt bad, told yourself to feel bad, horrible, gave yourself a grade, and then told yourself, okay, you're going to have to fucking wait until, well, I don't know, one week or two weeks or whatever weeks to try again. Of course not. You just got back up and you did it. That's why I kind of called that practice bullshit. Uh, the school aspect of it, the grading, the notes, all of that. Bullshit. Because, again, when it came to walking, you didn't have that. You just did it until it worked. When it came to riding a bike, same the thing. When it came to potty training, oh boy, if you had to have that system to do potty training, men would it have took a while, <laughs> you know? Wetting the bed, all that, you're going to get graded for that. See, you kind of want to see how absurd it, it is to a certain degree, okay? I love saying that. <laughs> because it is. It's not entirely garbage. There's a degree of absurdity to it when you pay attention to this. So with that being in, in you know, indoctrinated in your system for a certain amount of years well there's a subconscious aspect of well i don't necessarily want to fail i don't necessarily want to the the mess up you know and when i say subconscious it's not logically processed it's not that your brain's going to process it logically and go oh i am not trying as many things as i can because i consciously know that you know XYZ uh, amount of years have got me not wanting to do that. No, when we're talking about the subconscious, we're talking about it is emotional. It is, um, it is a, 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 you could say, hmm, it's in the body, it's felt, it, it, it's processed below the conscious data, okay? So enough years of that, and especially when you see how media lambast anybody who makes a mistake, you know, you best example, you look at the news, whether it be a celebrity or just a person, oh, you made a mistake. Wow, you're a horrible person. And then you get to hear feedback from other people that weren't even fucking there and talking smack about whatever happened without knowing the context. So you get that, you get uh, the gossip type of deal. So after a while, you know, subconsciously, it's normal not to want to push oneself. 
And also you add on top of that because it's not so as simplistic as, as that. That If you found that complex, man, that gets to be simplistic surface level. You do have your own routines. You do have neuroplasticity made with your own routines. So to shake out of that routine after a certain number of years is something else. It's something different. So again, this is all to kind of say you kind of want to give that forgiveness aspect to one, the system, and then two, the person trapped into the system. At the same time, you still want to call that aspect of uh, those quotes and just that accepted behavioral habit, you kind of want to call it bullshit as it is. Because ultimately, you can always go back to that state of trying shit, doing shit, and then getting results to then evolve and improve out of those results. Not necessarily judging yourself. There was no fucking point to judging yourself and comparing. It's all um bullshit <laughs> i want to say idiotic but that feels very harsh yet i do want to hammer the point that in a planet of over 8 billion maybe 9 billion now i'd have to recheck and tally those numbers again yet we're a lot what's the point of comparing see how it, I want to say, I want to bring that to a point of insanity. How insane is it to try to compare with over 8 billion, with different kind of granular experiences, with different kind of granular data, depending on time of birth, uh, access to certain media, types of media, um, surroundings, date and time of certain events and preferences. It, you just really want to, when you get out of what society tries to bring us, which is, I call basic bitch main character mentality, you know, this homogenous idea of who we are. Let me get some water here. This very basic bitch homogenous idea of what we are and who we are, okay? Really trying to pack it into a neat little box, which is false. Well, then you see that there's so much more complexity and nuances to who we are as human beings. <clears throat> so when you grasp that, the whole comparison aspect, whether it's be school or media, it's dumb. It, it really is. This is. It's harsh, but you kind of want to play with that in that way. Sometimes you want to bring in that roughneck aspect of, well, it's just dumb. I'm talking about the concept, not the people. See, there's there's more nuances to it, right? Because sometimes some people are like, are you calling me dumb? And it's like, no, I said, it's dumb. The habit, the behavior, the concept. <laughs> and again, this is part of this whole repetition of simplistic language. Uh, which keeps us in very simplistic levels of nuances, which is like, oh, you're you're attacking this idea, are you? So you're attacking me, like you're attacking my political party. So you're attacking me right now. Let's get back into our natural complexity, which then becomes simplicity after a while. No, the idea, the concept itself is dumb. Eight billions, right? Ain't no fucking point in comparing. And to have been pushed through that meat grinder for an amount of time, 
to then after a while pop us out into this very you know attempt at neat homogenous packaging doesn't work really doesn't work so that's why i kind of go that there's no real generational gap after a while of enough conversation especially when we enter into complexity nuances and the aspect of emotional dialogue you know talking a bit more about how certain things feel to us how it resonates you know that's where we can get a bit deeper connections and we do kind of get to the obvious fact oh right you can't just assume and expect that everyone has let's say processed through the same data or the same let's say media fad okay so sometimes the language might not necessarily connect and sometimes you do have to get into explanations but that's nothing you know it's not a gap by itself and yes there are certain people that are so anchored in the aspect of what the routine that they've done you know uh going through again the school system um being very you could say i don't want to say stuck up but it's the one word that i kind of have in a moment we'll balance it later on but very stuck up over what's been learned and it as an absolute because you've been forced to to stick to your guns to get a grade or to fit with a certain group so yes that can happen it doesn't necessarily mean any kind of generational gap because you'll even see that with younger folks <laughs> you know it, it, it's kind of like going Oh, yeah, it's the same concept. It's the same function. It's the same mechanic, except for another piece of data that's ever-changing and ever-evolving. doesn't really mean any kind of gap. It just means you're stuck in, a, you know, in an aspect of, okay, this piece of data represents me. This piece of data is my identity, quote-unquote. But it's not. <laughs> you know? Um, it... it when you start looking into this and i've always said it it's limiting you and who you are and what you are and what you're capable of because again you're able to tap into as much data and as many perspectives and as many point of views and as many variations of that data as you can or as you're willingly uh capable of doing but you know in technicality without any kind of subconscious blocker or conscious unconscious blockers meaning uh you know i'm consciously doing it because that's how i've been educated that's how i've been doing it for a certain amount of time so i'm sticking to my guns you know it's a conscious unconscious but without any of that on the technicality on the overall potentiality of what you can do you just can ingest as many data and variations of those data as you can you know it's natural same kind of goes with the stuff that you can pick up, try, and practice at, as well as combine with other things that you're going to pick up, try, and get results from, results slash data. So your potential is there. It's unlimited. Now, the only thing is, as previously mentioned, wrestling with your minds over that. And this is where you break out of the social programming. Again, it's not to, to hammer and bash on it. It's just to consciously realize what it is, what it has done in the past, 
the limiting uh, way it has left certain people, not saying the mass or the general, even though to a certain degree it can apply. Again, welcome to non-duality, is and isn't at the same time. Yet, when you see what it has done in the past, where it has led people, where it has led civilizations as well, you know, countries, you then kind of step back and kind of go, okay, well, that's kind of silly. You know, you just, you just kind of laugh at it. You don't laugh at the people. You don't laugh at the people themselves because of something they were unconsciously doing. You don't laugh at the mass because of unconscious habits and behaviors. You kind of, again, give that universal aspect of compassion. You just laugh at the absurdity of doing so while you realize the true potential that we all have. And after that, you consciously kind of get it. You, you, you do this, you know, you don't force yourself, yet you do as much as you can. See, there's a nice soft balance to it. It's not just one way or another, this political party or that political party. <laughs> this group of people or that group of people. No, no. Welcome to nuances, <laughs> non-duality. Uh, and that's all within our potential. Now, here's the topic that I seem to be hammering a lot. And it's not because I have a hate boner against media and television. It's just because I realize that oftentimes we are led by the most repeated type of data and information that we ingest so whatever we hear or listen to the most is going to become natural thinking pattern natural perception pattern natural talking pattern which then influences all of that you know welcome to complexity huh <laughs> but yeah you know it's like okay always having this example but it's one of the best examples uh in regards to patterns okay westboro baptist church you guys saw if you followed it, it was a really interesting journey when those kids initially picketed uh various veterans uh and then gay people's funerals and progressively and slowly as they started having communication with different environment and different people they just started getting out of that religious you could say cult or that religious order or that religious segmented group because their minds were expanded well that's the thing it's like it's the environment has a certain set of you could say data sayings ideas biases um what else could we add to that religious perspective religious views uh political views and when you're born in that, you don't necessarily bat an eye at it. It becomes normal to you. That's why, again, universal compassion. Because you just don't see it. It's like Santa Claus. Sorry, kids. I'm sorry if I'm bursting people's bubbles already. Really sorry. But it's like Santa Claus. We, as a mass, when we were kids, we didn't bat an eye at it. We just thought it was normal. And we thought it was 100% entirely real. Now, okay, without getting into the metaphysical stuff, because I still got to feed the milk before we get to the big-ass buffet of complex metaphysical shit, uh, 
yes, we could talk about alternate dimensions and different kind of energies. But right now, still at the milk. So on the physical plane, yeah, once we kind of, that bubble bursted, then it, it, we had a different perspective and a different view on life, which was not affected by the same perception of that data, you know, the Santa Claus data. So it's the same thing. Now, to tie this right back to the aspect of media, as I kind of bring up quite often, media keeps us in a really basic bitch main character mentality. <laughs> um, because it's entertaining and it's the limitations of the media. See, see, I'm not having a hate boner against media. I do understand there's limitations to the media. I mean, think about it this way. Oh, imagine if we were able to express, okay, all five to six senses. I count, um, I count intuition as another sense, okay? So imagine being able to express all five to six senses every millisecond per show. That'd be fucked up. That goes further than any Ready Player One VR suit. Okay? Because smell. How would you... Would you want to smell all the smells? It's an experience. You know, it's all data. Yeah, would you want to smell all those smells? Would you want to feel all those feelings? Ooh. Right? Think about it. Take a moment. I'm going to take another sip of water. Take a moment, okay? Last show that you watch. Oh, oh, whoever has been watching some of those uh, negative Nancy type of shows with action and drama and killing, would you want to feel all of that every 30 minutes or hours on a binge watch session? Okay, not directly feeling the stabbing. Uh, I mean, you would get in it. it Let's bring it up to a point of, uh, like the first time we touched a vibrating controller, a dual shock. Some of you got that quite early. Some of you got it in your teenage years. Some of you got it way later, okay? But imagine that feeling for your TV shows. Whenever you would, whenever there would be an impact to, I guess, your main character, or other characters, whoever's in the shot, in the highlight, would you want to get the smell? The sound, we're already at that point. Um, maybe surround sound, but VR with headphones. The sights, well, yeah, you would have to still have the camera work. So we can't go full POV on that. That would be kind of freaky. But think about it. Just think about it for an amount of time, okay? Your, the last show that you watch, how would it feel? Keep that in mind for a bit. <clears throat> I'm getting into the practice of drinking more water. <laughs> uh, especially kind of coming with these talks. Um, it's quite fun on Zoom. And YouTube. And TikTok. <laughs> okay, so that'd be a lot to feel. Now, I want to emphasize a bit more on the mindset that's being presented. Because 
Yes, let's say on a hypothetical aspect where you would have the suit, you would feel all these things. Intuition, oh boy. It is not part of writing most of the time because there is a script and there is a narrative. Uh, that's where we kind of get into the limit, more limitations of the medium. Um, think of it this way. If you personally are able to follow your synchronicities, so for whoever is not in the know, when it comes to synchronicity, oh man, life becomes one heck of a game and it is awesome, okay? Uh, you have a specific thought, you have a specific subject in mind, you have a an idea in mind at one point early towards the day or early towards the week and then randomly throughout the day you encounter something related to that thought that idea that imagery well welcome to synchronicities it's kind of like getting a wink from the universe you don't necessarily need to be religious about it this is something that even quantum physics dives into get into that surface level quantum physics because knowing about the fabrics of the reality is so fucking cool and you're capable of doing it again you don't necessarily need to take it all seriously yet you want to start playing with it to then start to connect the dots so synchronicities it's fucking cool you don't get that in the shows you don't because that is a level of complexity of understanding reality that is not all the time written about. Uh, there are certain movies and documentaries that will talk about it, but you don't necessarily have that in most of your shows. You don't. Um, and again, this is not blaming and beating on the writers. This is like legit, not a you could say not a lot of people in the entertainment industries can write it well, uh, can bring that concept. Well, that concept. Uh, it's your sixth sense or part of your sixth sense. There's more to it as well. So that's already one layer of reality that's not necessarily brought upon. Okay. And this also has a lot of to do with being able to keep track of your thoughts which you don't necessarily do when you're watching a tv show you're kind of engrossed watching a tv show playing a video game watching a movie uh reading any piece of fiction because you're engrossed in the scenario that you're being brought to which already doesn't have that many layers of reality to it uh on its raw level so that's why, you know, again, it's not their fault, yet the unfortunate double-edged sword or the negative part of the double-edged sword of having all this media and easy access to all this media kind of makes the basic bitch main character mentality a normality, a standard, a this is what representations are which it's not um especially when you see people fighting for representation of who they think they are on television which is just the surface of the iceberg of what they are on complexity you know on the deeper levels of complexity like 
I know I've spoken about this before and kind of made fun of it, and I will make more fun of it because it, it, it's like fighting for a very simplistic surface level of your true potential, you know, because of a need for identification. And again, this would be getting back into the complexity of what society tries to push on us, uh, trying to make us fit into neat little labels while in reality, we are so much more complex. So that that has became a bit of a habit, a, a, a habitual behavior. And it's not saying that it's a general thing or it's a, uh, the mass is doing it. No, no, there's just very loud vocal groups that are picked up by the entertainment industry or the news industry in regards to ideas of what people are and we are moving like as a collective away from this yet you also want to remember that as much as it's fun to have entertainment there are certain side effects to it and this kind of perception of reality is a, a, one of the negative edges of it or it's part of that negative edge. There are some, there's a lot of positive. We could speak a lot about the toolbox that you can bring into your imaginations after watching certain shows. And um, talking about that toolbox or tour box for creation. There's a lot. It's really super cool. Uh, the amount of things that you are able to then create based on that, that, based on that inspiration. And the easy access of that inspiration is really cool. It's just an aspect of balance now. You know what I mean? Like, see it as a download bar. And see your brain as your mobile phone's hard drive. What are you downloading? What are you putting on your in your brain on a repeated daily base? And you kind of, in a sense, and just a recommendation, you don't necessarily need to take it. You just want to play an experience with this. Nothing... None of this is a must. I, I despise that. You must do this. No, you don't. You're going to experience and figure things out on your own. But just a recommendation. What are you putting in your hard drive? Is it basic bitch main character mentality? <laughs> you know? Or is it understanding the complexity and nuance, which is your true potential, which then becomes simplicity over time? And it's a natural aspect. It's like, you remember when you learn how to tie your shoes? That was complex at first. You had multiple steps. But after a certain amount of repetitions, of cautious repetition of step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, DDR, step mania, you know? That was fun arcade games. Look it up, Google. And you can play it at the arcades if it's still around. Mm. But... After all those steps, it just becomes normal. You don't think about it. Same goes with walking. See, again, that potential that you've got. Always active, always ready, always ever-growing. So the, the complexity becomes simplicity over time. Yet, what are you downloading on continuity? What are you downloading on, I guess, perpetual, perpetually? <laughs> on perpetuity? <laughs> um... 
what kind of dialogue and perspective and points of views are you downloading on a daily basis, which then forms your mind over time because it is part of your environment. You are, let's say, clicking on a link and then having that play in your environment. So it is part of your environment. And if you want to get deeper, you create that moment because you physically clicked on that link or that show or whatever it is to then have it be part of your current setting and then have it be part of your current mindscape. So you created that. You want to get deeper? Okay. You're the one kind of saying it. Okay, that's going a bit far. Well, half and half. On a technicality, as you have clicked on this and are now listening to it, it is being transferred through your physical hearing down to your brain, down to your conscious logical aspect or logical thinking or logical processing. Okay? So you're still the one translating it. So you're saying it, quote unquote, in that, you know, if we're pushing the technicality to a higher level, okay, it's fucking cool. <laughs> That's why, in a way, um, the utter compassion aspect ties to that. Because even, let's say, even if I bring up some, some um, angry, frustrated uh, political debate... I fucking clicked on it. I'm still listening to it. And I'm translating it through my ears. So in a way, I'm the one saying it. Um, maybe I need a bit more refinement on that. Because this is kind of going back to the, that level I was talking about on TikTok. Understanding you are consciousness. You are not the only the mind and body. You are consciousness. Experiencing the current reality through your mind and body oh man this is going far but you're able to get those levels of complexity if not don't worry you'll repeat it after a while it becomes easier to kind of grasp but i feel you on this because it's it is taking me a while to kind of grasp this outside of saying it you know so again no judgment but as consciousness, I'm experiencing it. It is being translated through my mind and body. It, it is comprehended through that, that moment, that instant in space. And I'm still the, the one that kind of clicked on it. And I, okay, that, that I'm not going to go too far when it comes to the I discussion. Maybe that's a whole other podcast because... I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, okay? So, but, okay. Uh, to the consciousness level, all right? It's when you get that and then whatever it is, whatever I am listening to, it is still the I as consciousness saying it through someone else being experienced by consciousness again whether it's in the it, this is where the illusion of the mind and body becomes a bit of a trickery 
And this is where I kind of tell you, you got to be careful for media's basic bitch main character mentality because it anchors you back to the mind and body state with the characters. Okay? Because then you go back to, I am only this simple mind and body. Rom is my name. This is only me. That is the extent of what, who or what I am my given name and then my chosen birthplace and blah 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 but it ain't it ain't you know your consciousness with owning this mind and body so it's a very different dialogue that kind of comes from that which you kind of saw i was stumbling from time to times to explain it as well as living it because hey i had my share of media ingestion which i you know cheekfully call fast food now but sometimes you gotta have that fast food it's fun uh but yeah i had had my share of you know eating that fast food on a eh, more than daily base you know i could say hourly base in the sense so it becomes normal for it to be, um, you could say, in the language, in the perception, in the perspective, in the, you could say, mm, perceptual. Um, you know, it's it kind of becomes normal to perceive it in such ways after a while. And... It is a different practice. It is a different practice to kind of just step out of that thinking method. It is a different practice to kind of just step outside of, you could say, that surface of the iceberg level because of that repetition for so long. Oh, even media, fiction, you know, um, fiction is what I meant. Even video game type of fiction is still often processing, often to generally processing from that level because that's the limitations of entertainment of media you know uh, it's kind of like saying you see how long it does take to verbally extend this or to verbally extrapolate on this concept and understanding okay well this on a microsecond level can be consciously understood yet to then have that as dialogue is not going to be on the same speed you kind of grasp that it, it, it is a tricky thing right so again it's not to bash media fiction video games yet it is simply to kind of get back to this understanding that it's just showing the tip of the iceberg and a repetition of that normalizes the tip of the iceberg in regard to our perception of who and what we are as a species. And this on its own, you could also see it as the cause of multiple wars and conflict. Because that's kind of like saying, well, okay, if people understood themselves as consciousness instead of the mind body limitation okay if they understood themselves as the trio mind body consciousness but mainly consciousness that's the game controller 
okay? That's you being cautious of how you got your memories, how you got your words, and you're you're all capable of doing that. It's an amount of time of sitting in silence and just wanting to get into it. This is nothing religious. And uh, some people confuse religion with spirit, with, confuse spirituality with religion. So oftentimes there's these talks about, oh yeah, but I'm an atheist. And it's like, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just being able to logically understand how you got your uh, conscious wording, definitions, and then the emotional ties to that. You know, it's just being able to consciously get that. There's nothing religious about that okay same kind of goes with understanding consciousness it's not religious we got quantum physics get up to date baby <laughs> and this is just being cheekfully and folkfully about the folkfully about this you know it's not saying get on my level bitch no jeez uh it, it would be like me 30 something year old telling you Okay, I've just recently got into this. Get on my level. No, we weren't taught about this as a mass. This is something I would love for uh, it to be taught in school on both kindergarten or and possibly grade school level. Because then when you get into the habit of peering into your thoughts, well, first peering into your emotions, to then linking back to which thought has led to that emotion. To then linking back to when did I start getting that? Where did I pick that up? Why? How often have I repeated that for it to be normal? To, to feel like that and then to think which leads to that feeling. Okay? How often have I repeated those emotional connections? Well then you're able to kind of detach from that because you kind of logically get, well, oh, I wasn't born with that, one. Two, I didn't consciously choose it because why would I consciously choose certain, let's say, negative emotions that aren't benefiting me and everyone else around me? You know, and let's say if I'm in a negative state, well, I, I affect more than just myself. I affect people around me. There's on the direct face-to-face -face level, like, if I'm in a bad mood, fuck you. No, it, it, you know, and then I go off and ruin someone else's day. And then there's also metaphysical level. But, hey, we're keeping this on the milk instead of the buffet. Some people won't necessarily get the whole metaphysical thing. But, hey, let's quantum level, baby. Let's get into this. Uh, but that'll be for another podcast. There is something to energy. You don't want to fuck with it. I'm saying this in a cheeky way, but really, you don't want to fuck with this. <laughs> it affects more than you think, your body and people around you. So when you get to that, you have much more of a hands on the controller for your life because it's not just random. You will take on certain, let's say, um, I say meditation, but maybe there's a different terminology that can be used to it. But I see just sitting down with your thoughts and just like a hard drive, uh, defragmenting, you know, and going through your thoughts. You will tackle on some of those very harsh emotions with a lot more boldness because you'll just kind of go, wasn't born with that. Okay, let's go. Round one, you know. Uh, and you won't necessarily be as affected as, let's say, if you were to let them loose 
and then they would just sporadically come back up and you couldn't necessarily control them. Fuck that, man. You'll have hands on the controller. You're like, I can tackle them on and I can let it go if it becomes too big for the current moment. But you'll also realize there is no too big. All of this is conceptual base. And again, it goes with the aspect of words that, and concepts that you were passed on. But it, it goes with the whole comparison method, which now you understand doesn't necessarily make sense. So you won't necessarily see it as uh, the too big. You won't stay in the basic main character mentality aspect of it. Of, oh no, it's too hard, too big, no! Because you'll then kind of quickly, swiftly just air recovery, like in a video game, you know, you'll just air recovery and go, wait a second, too big compared to what? To the last time that it was? To the next time that it could be? To what I felt prior? How am I comparing to someone else if I'm not living in their brain to have the same context, which then leads to that idea and data definition of too big. You know, it, it, you start getting into the complexity, which then diffuses the bigness of it. And that's where things get so juicy. Because you understand, you have more control than what you were led to think. It's just that it wasn't, one, explained to it in a level of complexity. Um, and then two, you didn't necessarily practice. It wasn't necessarily emphasized why you want to practice this. So, and then three, when you take that media fast food, it's not really helping you. <laughs> so, because, hey, drama's entertaining right and yeah again back to that second edge of that double-edged sword the negative edge like a download bar into your hard drive of the brain like your mobile phone right what you keep downloading will then frame your perception of life some people that I used to hang out with would just say some of the harshest shit and say, I'm just saying. And that's not necessarily understanding that you're just saying, you're just ingesting, you're just repeating, and you're just having that effect on you. Repeat it. Because of those sayings, because of that repetition of ingestion. You know what I mean? Again, it is not to bash media and to poo-poo it. I, I really want to make sure that, that I affirm that and I don't necessarily want to spread that prior habit of going marching against media, whatever media it is. It is just to be more cautious of what is being ingested. It is being more conscious of what is being repeated in the mind it is being more cautious of what is being created okay because then you've got hands in the controller and at that point you'll just select be more selective see it's like kind of going you've got the power you always did it's just being more cautious and aware to then be more selective and then to direct your life where you want to go, consciously. <laughs>
you know to have more fun with this to hmm enjoy the nuances of experiencing life or maybe better said to enjoy the nuances being experienced in life and yes there's a momentum there this is where we go from what i kept saying the milk the initial level to the buffet um, not the entire buffet okay for those who aren't necessarily ready yet let's dive into a mix of quantum physics and psycholo psychology so whoever is not necessarily ready for um, surface level quantum physics just a bit of psychology you're you're gonna get this okay whatever you repeat becomes normal to perceive in life so when you keep seeing a kind of dialogue, a kind of attitude, and you can even go back to the Westboro Baptist Church kids as an example, terrific example of changing uh, what's in one's environment to then change one's perception and then change one's life. Sorry for that. <laughs> Though, hope the mic didn't pick up the burp. <laughs> but um, if you keep repeating a negative perception of life even if it's for an aspect of entertainment a self-whipping uh self-diminishment because that seems to be the popular thing in media with your main characters nowadays self-diminishment to then rise up to it but you still face the self-diminishment uh, you're still playing the roller coaster then it becomes normal to talk that way if it becomes normal to talk that way then it becomes normal to think that way Okay, to think less of when it comes to yourself. And by proxy, people around you. It's in your dialogue, my friend. If that becomes a normality, then, well, you're not really thinking well about life. You're not really having a level of enthusiasm and joy in life. Your dialogue's negative, right? Some people do have entertainment out of, you know, putting themselves down and putting other people down. But it's just surface level paltry. In the long run, it fucks with you. So emotion-wise, that doesn't really leave you in a good state. And after a while of this, and this is where you can even tie the psychological aspect to neurology because, hey, you've, we've got reports studies have been made this actually fucks with your cells and your body it's kind of like um, the basic too long didn't read version of it is multiple studies have shown that people with cancer often are in a very vindictive hateful negative state for a prolonged amount of time and then those people that just kind of have this switch of mindset in regards to that they then go in remissions quite quickly and it is a change because it's like changing your internal tape your internal dialogue tape on a whim you can't necessarily expect yourself to do this within the next five minutes within the next hour 
or within the next day. Yet, one to two weeks, deliberate, dedicated time for practice. And yes, you're going to create a different momentum. So you don't necessarily want to let your, you could say, McDonald uh, fast food dialogue lead you to that. You kind of get the, the gist of this. You kind of want to be a bit more cautious about it. And it's not just media in a sense. Uh, you can often see it with group of, uh, well, group of friends often not consciously doing it because, again, as you see, the complexity of this is not something that's spoken of in the public, in the mass, in school, in media and every movies or any piece of fiction. You know, it's not everyone that's just going to spend thousands of hours reading self-help books or even checking out audiobooks or checking out documentaries. But we have all this material around. So, again, universal compassion on that end. And also, you kind of understand, especially when it comes to group of friends, the same fast food thinking affects them as well. It's the popular thing. So, again, another notch for universal compassion. This is not bashing. I really want to make sure because it's like, I didn't necessarily like that habit being spread from times, uh, doesn't really matter what circle it was. I've even spotted that in certain spiritual circles. And it's like, nah, nah. when you kind of get this, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, right. You didn't necessarily consciously choose. We don't necessarily consciously choose that. So that's why at times I might be a bit nit nitpicky over this or a bit too um, overly accentuated on that but there's a purpose and there's a reason for it you know I, I understand whatever I say can and has the potential of affecting a person's mind so uh, in a sense I kind of want to make sure that these concepts are understood see with great power comes great responsibilities in a sense, and it's not to put the pressure on everyone else to do so. It's just cautious realization. Remember, it's just going to become natural. And after a while, it becomes normal. You know, there's context. This, this context here is fun channeling podcasts. Knowledge, wisdom. And in this context, yeah, yeah, I'll put those disclaimers. I'll, I'll reiterate on this and have fun talking about that context. If it comes to parodies, oh, yeah, I'm just letting loose Dave Chappelle style. Maybe a little hint in, in at the end. But, you know, there's context. There's understanding. There's discussion. So, again, not to poo-poo media, um, yet you still want to understand the impact and effect of the fast food dialogue. The quick, snappy, snappy surface level of the iceberg type of perception. And give that universal compassion because, man, trying to write all this, whew, level of complexity that we haven't really reached for this medium. And I'm not even sure it would be possible. Maybe, maybe 
with the Elon Musk Neuralink because that resembles closer to jumping into the matrix. But even that has its limitations because I'm not too sure about having a device directly tapping into one's consciousness. We're talking about your soul being influenced or potentially being influenced by a device that is digital, which means also it is prone to failings. Haven't had a perfect cell phone yet, having had a perfect system yet. There is no perfection because it's always evolving. Yet, I wouldn't necessarily want that potential to fuck with someone's soul, if you know what I mean. Kind of like jumping into the game Soma. There's a lot of um, very cool concepts to talk about in the aspect of souls, adding it as data, potentially, and that kind of stuff. Yet, one thing remains clear. You want to stay in conscious awareness and, you know, to, to as much as you can, conscious control of your own consciousness. So, watch what you ingest. Watch what you are led to believe by what you, you know, ingest and listen to slash create. <laughs> Slash actually saying, in a sense, if we go all the way to consciousness level, all right? Um, and again, it kind of goes with the take it all with a grain of salt, but do your own experiments and do your own research. Do your own tests. That's why I always emphasize, try this meditation stuff. I, I personally call it inner conversation, or my preferred variation is inner inquiry inner dialogue yet there is also a benefit to the zero talking zero thinking zero listening dialogue or not dialogue what am i saying the zero listening practice you know there's multiple variations of meditation some use mantras mantras are repetition of a phrase kind of like an incantation well straight up an incantation which also has psychological benefits to it because you are actively creating a new download bar of a specific feeling you want to practice or pre-practice in advance, which then becomes normal. So again, that's another one I recommend. Um, they all have their own benefits for this specific situation. And again, this ain't no fucking religious uh or, or you know it ain't no really it's not about religion this is you can see it all from a psychological lens and you can see it all from a quantum surface level quantum physics lens so if religion's not your thing step back and look at it from that lens you know you've got choice if it's religion you can also see it as prayer it is a very similar concept and this is uh, the beauty of having all this information now, looking at how various practices were done throughout times in different countries, and then being able to interconnect the dots. You see, again, going back to that pure potential that we've got, to then be able to connect the dots between the multiple practice and not remain stuck with limited pers pers 
perspective, perceptions of certain concepts, which would then push you away from it just because of the limited perception. And again, going back to the whole Westboro West story, I love and I, I kind of nearly got moved to tears when the younger ones said, oh shit, now I started understanding the practices that Jesus were saying, not the dogmas that I was indoctrinated in. You know, the actual physical practice of a thing, not just saying it because it's been repeated in a way. But then dogma kind of comes in and the practice is just thrown away. This is, again, the tricky part of, um, you could even call this neurolinguistic programming. When you keep repeating data a certain way, but you don't necessarily get into the complexity and nuances of it. You're just sticking to a surface level because everyone else around you in your environment stick to the surface level. But again, our potential is woo, so fucking more, you know? So it's having fun with it. It's really having fun with it, seeing the bigness of it, being playful about it, yet being having moments of deliberate practicing of it also having your time with the fast food because entertainment is fun and more creative toolbox especially when it comes to meditation you know when it comes to inner conversations or just visualization type meditation there's a lot of fun that can be held yet at the same time you do want to consciously look at your own personal download bar of what you are experiencing and thus downloading into your mind, which then filters your consciousness. See, it's always a balance and up and down between multiple things. Welcome to non-duality, baby. <laughs> the complexity becomes simpler after a while. So, yo, play with this and have fun with this. It's all about having fun. That's why you can see it as an inevitability this sense of breaking of the old concept of what generational gap or just gaps and getting back into this universal understanding without any judgmental filters it's a practice because Again, the fast food often has stereotypes and ideas of stereotypes or strict ideas of identity. But with our growing mass of new energies, which I call the new kids. And when I call new energies, you know, it, it's kind of like they often come in with this natural, conscious understanding of their ever expanding abilities you know they're not shy about trying multiple things and being highly energetic which is why you remember a couple of podcasts ago i called the whole adhd bullshit because it's another label from a prior perspective on this natural new energy that's trying to conform it into a box based on its old perception and views but not living as that energy you know, so again, and 
with the compassion aspect, I, I, you know, I say the bullshit word a lot, but I have compassion for that. Just got to bring the concept being bullshit. The concept, not the person. Uh, being bullshit. But yeah, it, it's kind of BS. Um, or some of them being labeled, straight up labeled into autism. And it's like, wait, but aren't your geniuses, their functionality is at that same level of hyper focus and hyper interest. It's just an aspect of balance. There's no need to slap on a label and say, okay, you're, that's it, that's all. This is your entire life and keep that identity and label. No, no. I love it. The new energies, they just go at it. It's just an aspect of balance and having guidance towards that balance. And with the multiple people being more and more open about their mindsets and how they feel, there's an infinite level of potential guidance out there so and again we're no longer in the one and done mentality this is the one religion this is the one type of spirituality this is the one type of science this is the one type of um, let's say psychology no we, we're moving away from this rapidly because we understand that doesn't work and that has limited civilizations or even the species itself multiple times in the past so I'm loving that change. This new change, it's an inevitability. Those who are scared of it are just kind of stuck in prior pattern and it's okay. Again, that matrix of society, the fast food idea of what reality and society and the species is, that causes these kind of internal conflict and we're slowly moving well not slowly we're rapidly moving away compared to the previous years wow multiple coming from religion to even science having to move with our natural evolution speed you know so all of it is rapidly changing it's just that we have certain people in power scared of losing power because in this natural evolution there's not one centralized idea of one way, one method, one power. No. But that would be a discussion for another time. Till then, let's play with this. Play with this complexity. Have fun. Do not make it a deliberate and very strict and rigid thing. Take it with a grain of salt and combine it with whatever kind of feels fun for you. All right? Um, and have time of reflection. Take some time. Again, just like with the fast food. Take, you can take up to an hour. Well, maybe even less if you're uncomfortable with that. If that's the case, you want to ask yourself those questions earlier on without judging. Again. Prune that hard drive of yours. You're the only one that's going to figure out when that happened. Why is it uncomfortable to ask those questions with it? To then figure out, okay, well, what would make it easier? If it was easier, again, those golden bullet questions. If it was easier, how would it feel? What would be, what is a subject that makes it easier for me already? You know? And put some music. Put yourself at ease, whatever position it might be. It could even be before bed. But you're the only one that's going to go through that hard drive because you're the only one 
who's going to be able to get the granularity of that context of each and every moment, seconds, years of that momentum. So you got this. It is already done. It is inevitable. <laughs> it's not like uh, uh, predictable in certain video games. No, it is inevitable. As long as you take the time and you consciously feel that momentum, you're the only one who can do it. So that's why balance it out. The McDonald of thinking is fun, yet when you really think about it, you being able to sparse through your own information has so much more ramification through life and the upcoming years and creating what you want and having more fun, having much more playfulness and enjoyment of all the nuances of each and every experiences that you live true life. You know, it's like there's so much more. So take that time. It's, it's really worth it. And yeah, just know it's inevitable. Might be a, like riding a bike at first. It might take a while. Just like walking. Yet you got this. All right. Just take the time. 5, 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Get that momentum started. All right. And you'll see. It'll become easier and easier. And if there's criticism from the outside if there's internal judgment based on that flush it away sweep it out you weren't born with it so you know it could change at any fucking point and as you've noticed certain prior generations weren't even talking about their feelings look how it bottled up and what we created midlife crises so it's not to to, to shit on them it's just to get you to consciously understand that those opinions don't necessarily matter. Those judgmental opinions, they don't matter. And also, they cause more harm to the person who sends them out. So if it's something that you're wrestling with, you can clear it out that way. There's multiple other golden bullets that I've added on TikTok and uh, YouTube. So if anything, on TikTok, it is the HQ underscore tick. T-H-E-R-O-M-H-Q underscore T-I-K. On YouTube, I changed it because I kind of want to play with that idea. Spiritual underscore worlds underscore warrior. want to bring that Street Fighter stuff to it. Eh, kind of playing with the concept and idea. So spiritual world warrior on YouTube. Uh, separated by underscore. Got to play with this. All right. Got to have fun. And you can get some golden, some golden bullets here and there, especially on TikTok. It was like three minute blasts. And I kind of just brought everything that kind of came through mind when it comes to technique, testimonials and different ways we can tackle those on. So if the 30 minute to 50 minute videos are too long, one, you want to make fun of that because, uh, Spend that time eating that fast food, it affecting you in negative way, and then spending the same amount of time on... Okay, I'm just joking, but you want to be roughneck with yourself from time to time, right? Play with this, but still, you want to kind of hammer your brain that way a bit. Just kind of go, oh, you, you can spend that time on all that negative shit that fucks with you, 
But then taking that same amount of time on just feeling better and learning more about your consciousness. Oh, that's too long. <laughs> Believe me, I had to fucking poke my fun of myself. So that's why says the kettle to the teapot. <laughs> oh, man, I could make a podcast on that just to have fun about the way I used to be about that. So make fun of yourself if it's a bit too tricky. And here's TikTok for you. Three minute blasts. So have fun, guys. Oh, and thank you again for the testimonials, for the feedback, for the discussions, the PMs on Facebook and even on YouTube. It's really cool to have these discussions because then more is learned and we're bridging that whole idea of generational gap. You know, we're transcending that idea. We kind of realize there is none of it. And then we kind of go, oh, shit, I'm feeling that, too. Oh, shit, I was affected by that, too. Oh, shit, I'm feeling that, too, but in a different way. Have you felt that? Like, those kind of exchanges are fucking awesome. And what we all collectively discover from that is really fucking cool. It really just brings up this ever... It's like going, again, back to the concept. We're all playing co-op. Ain't no competition here. We were always playing co-op to begin with. And we don't necessarily need to connect on every dot. Yet, when we do, the things we learn and then share, mwah, awesome. Fucking cool. And then it makes channeling for everyone one heck of a, how do you say, roller coaster? Uh, slip and slide? Anyway, there's multiple concepts and imageries we could have for that. That'll be for another podcast. So, yeah, let's kick down some of these old concepts. Generational gap doesn't exist. The complexity becomes easier, more and more simple. And we got this. We're more compassionate with each other than we collectively were years ago. And that gap has been reached quite quickly. So kudos to everyone. Kick some butts. Have a fun one. All right. Wherever you're at, have a fun one. Play with this shit.